Welcome, welcome everyone to Mental Wellness Mondays with me, your host, Dr. Nicole L. Arcady, your mental wellness expert. I come to you with over 19 years of experience in the field of social and behavioral sciences. I am so glad that you stopped by to listen and check in on my podcast show. This podcast is dedicated to you, professional working mothers. You're often hard on yourselves, having multiple roles that you're having to balance. So what this podcast does is it taps into the challenges and the struggles that you may face while offering you a different perspective on how to look at things to ensure your mental wellness, to ensure that you are taking care of yourself, that you are utilizing self-care items. I will be interviewing different people and also providing different topics with tips and tools on how to enhance your mental wellness. Well, you may be thinking, well, I'm not a mom or I don't work. It's okay. You can still listen and be able to find some inspirational items here that are going to help you towards transformation. The information that's going to be provided is all towards helping to motivate you find healthy and a happy life balance. So sit back, Buckle up and be ready to be transformed. And I want to thank you again for taking the time to visit, listen, and just see what this Mental Wellness Mondays is all about. everyone we are starting off with a new week yes yes we are we are now in the month of july july oh my goodness where has the time gone i cannot believe we are already more than halfway through in this year it is just crazy how fast this time has flown by and we have just been through so much i mean just so much that we've been through in just these what seven months and then if we go back from last year we're still dealing with the effects of coming out of quarantine and for those of you who live in california we just officially opened up fully uh what was that june the 15th and so we're still trying to get back to things and i really don't think that it will well i think that we'll probably get back to a sense of normalcy maybe in another year or so because things are still starting to shift um, there are a lot of things going on when we're even just looking at um, the cost of everything has seemed to be so high. It's very crazy. I, when I go to get gas, I'm looking at, you know, wow, how much did I just spend to fill up my tank? I'm spending $80 now to fill up my gas tank. And it's just crazy. And just even the cost of groceries have gone up. It seems like everything has gone up. And in the midst of all of that, there are a lot of us who are still grieving. We're still grieving the loss of loved ones. We are still, you know, trying to get to a sense of our new normal. And I am included in that. And so this episode, we're going to talk about just processing your grief, right? On the path to healing. What does that look like? It looks like, you know, it's different for every individual, there is no one way that it should look or there isn't one 
you know, way that you get towards healing or walk towards healing. There are several things that you can do. There are several paths that you can take, right? All with trying to get to the same end result, which is healing, the healing process. And healing takes time. It's so important that we really be patient with ourselves because healing is going to take time. So when we're dealing with the loss and when I'm talking about grief and loss, I'm talking about someone has died. I'm talking about someone that you were close to has died, right? And so they are no longer with us. And when we are dealing with the loss of a loved one, it takes time, particularly if the death was unexpected. It's one thing if the death was expected, right? So let's say if someone was ill and you had uh, advanced information or notification and you knew about it, and so you were able to, you know, come to terms with their illness and that they were no longer going to be here. And you were able to process that. You were able to spend time with them. You were able to just really get it in your mind that this person was dying, right? Death is still going to be hard, but it can be a little bit easier with the grieving process when it was expected, right? Because you could prepare yourself, right, for the loss, and that makes it a lot more easier than if it was an unexpected death. If someone just suddenly died, there was no preparation. You weren't able to prepare yourself for losing your loved one. It just happened unexpectedly, right? And there are several ways, and I'm not gonna get into that, of how someone can die unexpectedly, right? It's just an unexpected death is the person was not ill or you didn't know the person was ill and they just, they're here one day and gone the next, right? And since unexpected death is hard. And if it was a tragic death, that can make it even harder with processing the grief. And so just being kind to yourself and allowing yourself to feel whatever you are feeling is okay. This month, we're actually coming up to the year anniversary of my youngest brother's death, and his death was a tragic one. So that, you know, dealing with the death, as I mentioned, and then dealing with the tragedy was a whole nother thing. And there are a lot of other components within that that I had to deal with, with, you know, him having a younger, uh, having an only child and working through just different things with custody and just a lot of moving vehicles, let's just say that moving parts with dealing with that. But just coming up to the, the year anniversary, um, and, and for me, everyone is different and that's okay, realizing how you process things. For my other siblings and my parent parents, you know, they're one where they're going to go to the graveside and they want to release balloons. And, you know, they, they've gone down there and they really just spend time at the site. Well, for me, that's not a part of what I do because for me, I recognize when someone passes away that they're no longer here, right? For me, it's just the body that is there, the remains, and it's not their spirit, right? Their spirit is gone. And so it doesn't give me comfort to go to grave sites. That's just me. Right. It doesn't give me comfort to go to the graveside, release balloons or do whatever. Um, that's not how I process. So for me, you know, my processing has been allowing myself to feel they're going to be there are times where, you know, I was driving with my kids and um, why well, I was actually in the passenger seat. My husband was driving us. We were going to the movie theaters and my daughter pulled up a, her phone and she showed me a picture of of my deceased brother. And she said, oh, look, you know, I put him on my screensaver. Look, I do Uncle Maya, I put him on my, on my screensaver. 
And I said, oh, wow, I looked at that. And, you know, all of a sudden I was just hit with this overwhelming sadness of, oh my gosh, you know, like, it's so sad. My brother is no longer here. And so I, you know, turned in the seat and I just started to cry because it was how, what I was feeling. There was a part of me that said, okay, Nicole, we're going to the movie theaters. We're going to go have a good time. You don't have time to cry right now. But then I said, no, because the more I said that, guess what? The harder and the faster the tears came. And so I had to sit there and allow myself to feel what I was feeling. And I was feeling sad. I was feeling sad because I was missing my brother, my baby brother, right? And so he was no longer here. And so I allowed myself to feel that feeling. I allowed myself to cry. And, you know, that's the time I, I just allowed myself to feel. And when I was done, you know, I blew my nose, <coughs> excuse me. I blew my nose. I, you know, wiped my tears and we were, you know, then we went to the movies and we, we got there and I actually enjoyed myself and had a great time. But that's what happens when you're dealing with grief and, and, and loss. And like I said, if it was unexpected death, then you're going to have times where you just feel sad and it comes out of nowhere. It comes completely out of the blue. Allow yourself to feel it. The more you fight it, like in the analogy, the, the example I just gave you, the more you try to fight it, the faster the tears are going to come, the harder it's going to be, right? So allowing yourself to feel whatever you are feeling, it's okay. For me, I enjoy writing things out. That's just, I am a writer, right? And so I love to do my mind dump and get everything out of my head. And so a way that I have found helpful and it's very therapeutic is journaling, writing a letter, right? So if you're still dealing with and trying to, well, you are dealing with, you know, the loss of your loved one, journaling is a great way of getting out your thoughts and feelings, writing a letter to your loved one. You can write a letter about things that, you know, if only you could have seen this or what you may be missing or whatever you want to write, right? I've written two letters to my deceased brother. I haven't gone back to read them. I may, you know, I may not, maybe in years to come, I may go back and look at what I wrote, but it wasn't for me to try to write out and then go back and, you know, recount. No, it was very therapeutic for me to release whatever I was feeling inside, the hurt, the pain, the disappointment, the whatever that was, I was feeling the anger, right? It was a way of me being able to release that. And so how I was able to release it was writing a letter, right? Writing a letter to my deceased loved one. And that's a way that you can utilize and that's an intervention that you can do. You can just journal out your thoughts and your feelings about how you're feeling, right? But the first part is you got to have some self-awareness. That is first and foremost. You have to be aware of how you're feeling. And when you're aware of how you're feeling, then allow yourself to feel. Be kind to yourself. Be gentle. Don't be mean and judgmental saying, why shouldn't be feeling like this? It's already a year. It's already two years. Hey, it's going to take some time. If it's, if you're still crying and sad about it three years, that's okay. Because guess what? The person isn't here. And as you have different memories, you recognize, wow, the person isn't experiencing this memory, especially when you get towards the holidays or certain, you know, monumental, um, items or things that take place in your life. It's okay and quite normal for you to feel even more sad or sadder right because you're realizing wow this is a new memory that I'm making without my loved one right so just being kind to yourself now if you find yourself crying and not able to get out of bed and you know not being able to engage in activities and it's been six months 
then that's where you want to actually look at getting some help and going to speak to someone, a mental health professional, because it sounds like you are, you know, leaning more and going towards the clinically clinical depression um, or some other kind of clinical uh, disorder. So you want to make sure you seek help so that they can help you with that and help you process and give you the proper tools to be able to assist you with your grieving process, with your healing process. So that is something that I do uh, you know, want to make note. But outside of that, it's okay if you find yourself, you know, you may feel sad one day and you may, you know, it, it, it can be something as simple as, oh, wow, I saw this butterfly and my grandmother loved this or my mom liked to garden or whatever it is. It can be something simple you see that just triggers or reminds you of your deceased loved one, right? It could be a smell, it could be a sound. There can be just small things that can then hit you and it reminds you, wow, of the loss that you have, that the person is no longer here, that you can't share certain things with them. So the main things that I want to really, to really convey to you is allowing yourself to feel how you are feeling is the number one thing that's going to help you towards healing. It is when we suppress how we are feeling, when we deny, when we avoid feeling what we are feeling, that it prevents us moving towards healness. And that's what we're trying to do. We're not trying. That's what our goal is. Our goal is to move towards healing, right? We don't try. We either do something or we don't. There is no trying, right? Trying is just another excuse of why you, what you give yourself of why you can't do something. Oh, I'll try to do that. Oh, I'll try. Try is kind of like, I'll see, right? No, we either do something or we don't. And so what we are working towards doing and accomplishing is moving towards that healing process. And it's okay. And it's okay to speak to someone because you need help. There is nothing wrong with that. Guess what? I'm a therapist and I have a therapist. I had to make sure and go speak to someone to make sure that I was okay and I was processing my grief appropriately and effectively because I have to do what's best for me, right? Having that self-awareness, having that self-care and making sure that I'm addressing all of my needs. So it's okay if you need to talk to someone, guys. Grieving is, it's a tough, sticky, and sad things, what do I say, situation, emotion, feeling, all of this, all of the above that we go through. And it can be very difficult at times, very challenging. And so it's okay to have someone to guide you through that, to, you know, figuratively hold your hand while you're going through this process. And guess what? You will get through it. You will, you'll get on the other side. And you always remember the person is not, you know, it's interesting because people ask, well, as the years go by, you know, does it hurt less? The answer is yes. Uh, will you, you'll be able to look back and think of, have memories of the individual and think about it. And you may still go, wow, that's kind of sad. They're no longer here, but it's not the same where it keeps you stuck and trapped and unable to move forward, if that makes sense. Right. So it's, not that debilitating pain that you'll feel. It's more of a, wow, you know, this would have been nice if they were here. And then you just keep going, right? 
And so you will be able to get beyond this. You will be able to smile again, laugh again, enjoy life again. You know, you will be able to look back fondly on the memories that you have with the individual because that's the great thing about it, right? The time that we got to have with our loved one. We were very fortunate to be able to have them in our lives for the amount of time that we have them in our lives, right? And so I choose to look on that end of it. I am a glass is half full type of in person versus the glass is half empty. And so that has been very successful in helping me be able to cope with things, enjoy life, to move forward, to appreciate, to increase my gratitude, right? And change my attitude, right? So being able to see it in that perspective has just been very helpful. So I hope that this has been helpful to someone with just giving you, you know, the encouraging words and the tools to know it's okay not to be okay, right? And knowing that in order for you to move towards the healing and be on the healing side of the grieving, you have to be able to work through the process. And the process is not pretty, right? The process is downright ugly at times. Because I'm not a I'm not a, a pretty crier. I don't know about the rest of you guys, but I do not cry prettily. I mean, oh my goodness, I'm not a pretty crier. Let's just say that. And so you have to allow yourself the time to grieve. You have to be okay with not being okay at times. You have to allow yourself to feel what you're feeling, but you have to be aware that you're feeling a certain kind of way to allow yourself then to give yourself the space that's needed to move forward towards the healing process. So I hope you guys all have a wonderful, wonderful, fantabulous week. This is already July. I am still in awe and shock and amazement that is, it is July. Um, but I, I wanted to come on and talk about this topic because this is a topic I have been um, getting contacted on a lot within the past eight months just to talk on grief and loss. And I actually will be speaking at a church at Greater Bethel Church uh, on the 24th of this month, so 24th of July at 11 a.m. Um, I will try to put it on my website so that if you are interested in registering, you will be able to register for the event. There will be limited space available. And so what I'm understanding from the church itself, they are um, charging a pre-registration fee, <clears throat> excuse me, of $35. Um, before the day and then I believe it's $40 at the door if I'm not mistaken but I will make sure to put that on my website um, if you are wanting to sign up you're like you know what this will be um, something great for me to take part in and I want to um, sign up for the event what you can do I will give you the contact number of Greater Bethel and that is area code 951 686-3611-951-686-3361. And you can also um, register by paying their cash app, which is Greater Bethel RV. So G-R-E-A-T-E-R-B-E-L-T-H-E-L-R-I-V. So that's Greater Bethel R-I-V. So just wanted to put that out there. Um, that is another resource. I'm looking forward to being able to speak there. And I am also um, going to have live that day um, my online academy 
and it is going to be on overcoming grief and loss. And so where there's different um, interactive tools, just videos really helping if you find that you're like, you know what, I really need a little bit more assistance and some tools on how to help me cope more effectively. Um, that is another way that you can do that. And you that will be on my website. So either um, you can visit arcadywellness.com. It will be there. And you can also visit um, nicolearcady.com is another way. So with that all being said, we are now at the end. As one of my favorite shows I used to watch, which was Mickey Mouse Clubhouse, now it's time to say goodbye to all my fellow friends, right? So this is the end. Have a wonderful day, everyone. Please, please, please remember why is it so very important for me to talk about and for you to know about mental wellness? Well, that's just simple because you matter too. Ta-ta for now, everyone. Thank you for listening to Dr. Nicole L. Arcady's Mental Wellness Monday, You Matter Too. So have a fantabulous day, everyone.